Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. This is where we find encouragement through our struggles, through our circumstances. Sometimes it's very hard and we learn lessons all the while knowing that we can turn to God about anything. I try to keep my episodes between 10 to 15 minutes, knowing that everyone is very busy. But please know that during this episode, I will not be judging you. I will not be lecturing down at you. I won't be preaching and yelling at you because I'm sharing my journey and I'm still on it. We learn together. I encourage you to share with others what you have learned. During the month of March, we continue what we started in the year with the word of the year being focus, focus on the Lord and our life in Jesus Christ instead of the distractions of this world. And my, there are many distractions, aren't there? And as we discovered, covered during February, it's important to walk in love, always remembering the greatest commandment, and that is essentially to first of all, love our Creator, the one who has unfailing love for us. And secondly, to love our neighbors, those in need, as we love ourselves in a healthy, balanced way. And Jesus commands us to also love our enemies, love our enemies, to even pray and bless them. Mm. During the month of March, we will look at issues, problems that may serve to trip us up along that journey. Last week's topic was in relation to the real issues we now face with the pandemic, Um, social distancing, virus, and economic decline, as well as unrest in every turn. Facing the unknown. There, I shared a tragic mystery in my own life that that could have just hung me up for the rest of my life, but instead it gave me valuable lessons on trusting the Lord, and I want to encourage you through it. Um... There's a lot that we don't know. There's a lot that we have no control over, but God is there for us and with us. I hope you will go back and watch and listen to this past episode, Facing the Unknown. Well, today's topic is your decision. We have free will. We're not robots. We can make decisions all day long. They might be good decisions or they might be bad decisions. What can... What can... When can we make good decisions? When we are not influenced by or intoxicated or overwhelmed by the environment that we're in. The undue undue influences or distractions might be alcohol, drugs, lack of sleep, and people, and the enemy. (sighs) The enemy will use many deceitful ways temptations for, for sin, and any other means to distract us at the moment from making good, sound decisions, to be of a sober mind. What kind of sins might that be thrown into our path? Uh, pridefulness, envy, greed, laziness, lustfulness, wrath, generally mean-spiritedness and sinful living. Do, we, do you believe it? that there are evil forces that are constantly at work to cause us to make 
to make our mistakes, to mark our thoughts, to draw us away from good, solid path, and with a purpose to lead us to sin. Throughout the Bible, we have references to the conflict between the light of God and the darkness of the enemy. They are both battling for our souls. John 10.10, it's often said, and I'm using it in the Passion Translation, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I, Jesus, have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. Especially the spiritual warfare that we are going through is described in Ephesians chapter 6, where we are encouraged to put on the full armor of God. Ephesians six ten through 20. I'm only going to read a few verses from the Passion Translation. Spiritual warfare. I'm reading now. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly, heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demons and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all of the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Well, I hope you'll study this further. There are many books about this spiritual battle and our need to put on the full armor of God. I also talk about the spiritual warfare within my latest release, A New Song Rises Up. And also, there will be quite a bit about it in my next book that should be released before the summer. And that is entitled, Stand With Your Armor On. So when we make bad decisions, in effect, it affects ourselves, but also it influences others to think less of us or to go in the wrong directions. With bad decisions, our character may fall into question to those around us, and we certainly don't want that. If we are not alert and sober-minded, if we are under the influence of a variety of things, such as alcohol, drugs, lacking sleep, or distracted and tempted in some way, ultimately by the enemy, then our ability To make sound, good decisions is altered or compromised. And that brings us to allow ugliness into our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Our decision-making process has been compromised. But when we are sober-minded, we're exercising self-control as we strive to obey God. When we're committed to the Lord's leading, we can enjoy taking on the character of Jesus become better able to influence and encourage other people toward believing and following Jesus. Well, let's look at some scriptures. In Titus, the Apostle Paul gives good instructions to the church where 
I can, I'll emphasize the words that I want you to capture. Titus 2, verses 2 and 2 through 6 in the Passion Translation. Lead the male elders into disciplined lives full of dignity and self-control. Urge them to have a solid faith, generous love, and patient endurance. Likewise, with the female elders, lead them into lives free from gossip and drunkenness and to be teachers of beautiful things. This will enable them to teach the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, and to be self-controlled and pure, taking care of their household and being devoted to their husbands. By doing these things, the Word of God will not be discredited. Likewise, guide the younger men into living disciplined lives for Christ. So you can see from that passage that there's a lot to encourage us to be self-disciplined, self-controlled. And um, for those of us who believe and follow Jesus, we have the ability for self-control. It's in us because when we are born again, the Holy Spirit equips us with the fruit of the Spirit. And some of the qualities of the fruit of the Spirit is this. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. With the bookends, or the, the, what makes it all glued together, being love and self-control. We, we may have developed our fruit, but we, we have been equipped with it, whether we've developed it or not. It's up to each person to grow in the fruit. And sometimes that requires us to stretch it and exercise it, maybe often. In 1 Peter 4, 7, we have, Since we are approaching the end of the all things, be intentional, purposeful, and self-controlled, so that you can be given to prayer. Hmm. In 1 Peter 5, verses 7 through 9, Pour out all of your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. Another translation says, Cast your cares on the Lord, for he cares for you. Be well balanced of sober mind and always alert, because your enemy the devil roams about incessantly like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles that you endure. Wow. So we can always be alert, strive to be well balanced, take a decisive stand, be strong and vigorous in our faith, knowing that the enemy is looking around and prowling around for those they can devour. And our brothers and sisters are tempted as same as we are. Our self-control may be stretched daily, so we exercise it. We can grow. We can grow stronger and mature. It's important to recognize that when we are not fully able to make good decisions and to be able to avoid whatever it might be that could influence bad decisions, Here's a pre here is preventative medicine described in 2 Timothy 4, verses 3 through 5. 
For the time is coming when they will no longer listen and respond to the healing words of truth because they will become selfish and proud. They will seek out teachers with soothing words that line up with their desires, saying just what they want to hear. They will close their ears to the truth and believe nothing but fables and myths. So, be alert to all these things and overcome every form of evil. Carry in your heart the passion of your calling as a church planter and evangelist and fulfill your ministry calling. In Jeremiah 7 verse 23 in the New Living Translation, God tells us to simply obey Him. Obey me, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. Do everything I say, and all will be well. Do everything I say, and all will be well. So, so what if you've already made dis bad decisions? Is that a permanent issue with your life? Or is there a remedy there is a remedy when we've not been sober-minded and self-controlled or disciplined and we've already made bad decisions. What can be done? 1 Corinthians 15.34 describes it for us. Come back to your right senses and awaken to what is right. Repent from your sinful ways, for some have no knowledge of God's wonderful love. So that's it. The remedy when we have made bad decisions, not to wallow and think, oh, we're forgotten, we're losers, we've messed up. No, we come back, we repent, and we walk in the Lord's light. The enemy doesn't want us to think that we have that remedy, but we do. In Romans 13, verses 12 through 14, we're encouraged to wear the armor of light and to clothe ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, there was a time in my life where I was desperately lost, hurting and afraid, and I suffered various abuses such as child abuse, domestic violence, and the abuse of to toxic people. I also grieved over the loss of loved ones, a husband, last, and last year the loss of a son. I had major back surgery. I have been through some things, but God worked miracles in my life. He rescued me. He delivered me time after time, even though I never deserved it. When I come, came to Jesus, everything changed. I am never alone now. He is always with me. I am healed. I have joy and inner peace, regardless of what happens around me. I don't have a broken heart. I do not live in fear. I have awesome future with Jesus, and that is what I want for every person. So, I share the good news of Jesus as often as I can. Every Monday, every Monday in my podcast, I try to share the good news of Jesus. The most, uh, the most awesome thing that you could do for yourself is to make that decision to come to Jesus or to rededicate your life to Him. God's amazing love for us was demonstrated when He was willing to sacrifice His only Son for us, for our sakes. And that's described in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then Jesus Himself said in John fourteen six, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 9-10, through 10, and many other places, we learn how important it is to confess, to confess out loud, to confess our sins, to confess Jesus. He is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I encourage you, regardless of where you may stand today in your relationship with the Lord, I encourage you to pray with me and pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son, and I believe that Jesus suffered and died on the cross, even for me, to pay for my sins, and He arose. He arose from the grave. But Lord, I'm a sinner, and I am in need of forgiveness. I repent of my sins now, all of them, and I ask you to help me to stand firm in my, in my standing because sinful life temptations will come. I need you, Jesus. I am nothing. I am hopeless without you. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I am so thankful, Lord. I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said this prayer with me for the first time, then you are saved. You are born again. You have started your relationship with Jesus. I encourage you to study the Word of God, to pray. And as you do that, you will learn the character of Jesus and learn the promises that God has for you. Always praise and obey, filled with gratitude, and your faith will grow. When you focus on Jesus and His love and rely upon Him through your issues, with, when you face the unknown and while you make your life decisions, then with patient faith, whatever the circumstances are, you too can enjoy the inner peace and joy of the Lord, regardless of your situations that are around you. Well, I want to thank you for joining me in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. Thank you, and um, I am Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I invite you to present to me any comments, any suggestions. Your feedback is always welcome. You can go to my website to contact me. KarenJaneCasey.com. That's C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. And when you go there, you'll see information about books, blogs, podcasts, and also some pertinent information and material for those in domestic violence. Well, thank you and God bless.